You're listening to Discovering Truth with Dan Duvall. Hey friends, Dan Duvall here. Just uh, doing that introduction thing. You know, we have a number of things available for you guys. And if you didn't know, dandevall.com is the home of this podcast. At our home, you can find all of the more recent episodes of this podcast ever since our relaunch, as well as the Discovering Truth with Dan Duvall store, where you get really cool gear like shirts and mugs and even clothing for your baby, which, by the way, I'm very excited to announce if you guys have not been listening to the Bride Ministries Church that my wife and I are going to have our second. And we are very excited to introduce our little girl this fall. That's right, August. And and and, and I'm just going to give you all a warning. You know, I'm, I'm going to continue to do my best with this podcast. But if there's a little lapse at the, you know, September time frame, just understand I'll probably be, you know, just treading water <laughs> and uh, serving my family. But we love you guys. We want to thank you to all of our patrons. Patrons, thank you for keeping this podcast supported. You know, uh, the web presence, um, everything that uh, this podcast is able to make an impact. And we we really appreciate you guys. And if you are a podcast patron, uh, you are getting, you know, early access to these podcast discounts at our store, uh, other benefits. So um, becoming a podcast patron, for those of you that don't know how to do that, is very easy. You know, you can do it for as little as five bucks a month, and um, that helps us to keep running this as well. So uh, another thing, um, OvercomerAccelerated.com, that's where we are serving survivors that want to take a learning and healing journey at the same time. Uh, We make coaching opportunities available through that platform at an extremely affordable rate when you do it in conjunction with the platform. So uh, take a look, overcomeraccelerated.com. You can join anytime and you can do it for as long as you want and you can stop anytime. And there are different price points at which to enter. The only requirement is you must be working with a coach to be part of that program, either working with one through the program or uh, outside of that program, either way. Now, uh, a few other things, bridemovement.conference, that's where you find everything pertaining to bride ministries. And we have a lot there, uh, prayer resources, books. Um, we have the church and oh, so many other things. And, you know, never forget, that's where real community is continuing to grow and happen. And what God is doing with our campus here in Katy, Texas is just amazing. We're, we're, we are building, we are building, we're paving roads and parking lots and pouring concrete. And we're just excited about what, what the Lord is allowing us to do here to change lives, to train, to equip, to bring transformation. Um, so anyway, bridemovement.com, check it out. If you get some time with that, we're going to jump right into today's program. It's going to be an extraordinary journey, trigger warning. We're going to go there. We're going to talk about some heavy stuff. So don't be surprised. You're listening to discovering truth with Dan Duvall. Those were your announcements. (laughs) 
Friends, it is time for another episode of Discovering Truth with Dan Duvall. And I'm joined by an old friend of mine, an old guest. She's been with me through the years. Her name is Hope. And she is a survivor of Illuminati programming. Um, She has done a number of podcasts with me. And you can... Find them on YouTube, Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, going back through these, anything with hope in it. Uh, She has talked about the genetics of the Illuminati. She has talked about programming underground bases. We did a uh, widely shared interview a few years back called What They Don't Want You to Know About Epstein and Why He's Dead or something along those lines. And that was... uh, very impactful. She is a hero in my opinion, and she's back to tell us more. Hope, welcome back to Discovering Truth with Dan Duvall. Thank you. It's been too long. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, it has been a while, you know, especially since I personally put this podcast down for like a year and a half. So (laughs) I have all of that. (laughs) I uh, am excited about the conversation we're going to have today because it's going to um, center on someone who is uh, in the middle of the world spotlight right now and some of the crimes you are aware of that he's been involved in. And uh, that person is none other than Joe Biden. And, you know, in the news, there's been a lot coming out about Hunter Biden, about China connections, about clear oversights and criminal activity, in my frank opinion, that should be having something done about it. But of course, we are dealing with the systems we are. Nonetheless, you, Hope, have more to add to that narrative and in a very personal way. And so I am excited to have this conversation with you. And I I just want to begin, you know, with this, you have... You do have a book, and and for those of you who are listening to this, they may not be familiar with the fact that you did release that a few years ago. Um, tell us what that is called and where people can find it before we get into our contents. Sure. Um, it's called To Tell the Truth, and I go in-depth detail of from really inside the womb all the way till I got free. Um it's a very detailed book about my life and um, it can be uh, purchased on Amazon. So it's called to tell the truth and hope Burl green. Beautiful. Okay. Hope. So this has been a long time coming. Uh, this, this is a conversation we've had privately. Uh, it has not been something you've been comfortable talking about, but I'm, I'm really excited. You're ready to talk about some things today. So I guess I would like to start with how did you first get introduced to Joe Biden during your programming? Well, the first um, ritual and uh, time that I was uh, abused and tortured by Biden um, was actually when I was around eight. Um, It was in... Uh, I think that around that time period, but um, he was involved in in a lot of the political leaders are involved with things uh, in NASA and um, 
a lot of the rituals there um, were done that they would take me under the guise that it was like some kind of school trip that that I was going on, but they would have rituals specifically um, to try to uh, really root the denial programming in me, continue keep it up, and and to continue to reprogram me. Um, one specific memory that that I have that um that happened was they put me in a in a weightless chamber um where they said that they were gonna send me out into space. Um and if I ever remembered anything, uh I would never be able to get back. And and they would actually, you know, put you in a suit and and put you into that weightless room and and um you were completely alone and it was dark and it, it, they tried to recreate that to cause terror and torment that, um, you were, you were going to be put and it was like a, a, a hell that you were going to, because you're going to be completely alone and no one was ever going to be able to find you. Um, so there was a lot of, of just terror, to try to cause me to never speak about who was specifically there. Um, and of course he was there and Clinton was there. Um, and they were doing that all to cause division of my mind and create more denial um, so that I would never come out. Um, they, they do layer after layer after layer to make sure that you would never say who was there. And of course, um, I didn't know who they were as a child. Um, I just, of course, you know, remember their faces. Um, but it, it was a complete uh, terror programming um, layered uh, over top of each other over and over again just kind of um, when they were doing joint rituals where, I mean, there was tons of other uh, kids as well that were being tortured in the same way. Uh, but of course I, I didn't know that at the time, but um, I, I did see other children being hurt as well. So it, it was around uh, around eight years old um, till till about twelve, but it was just uh, periodic episodes, uh, rituals that they would they would do uh, joint rituals, um, kind of where they are, are re their focus is to reprogram. So would you? Okay, and and were these actually happening on NASA facilities or just in conjunction with it? No, it's actually happening uh, on NASA uh, facilities. Just um, there was areas where there were um, just isolated areas where, where they would, would take me, but it was definitely on the facility, um, there's just so much 
so many different um, rooms and and different places um, on the NASA facility that people aren't aware of. Now, you mentioned um, 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 Biden and you mentioned Clinton. Mm -hmm. Now, we've talked at length about Epstein. Was Epstein also connected with this part or not this part of your programming? Not, not specifically during this part. Later in um, life, he was, you know, was connected with the, the different sections. Like he um, is connected somewhat with the political realm as well um but he wasn't there in this specific situation that was more focused on the political um focus uh, of what they were gonna new world order what they were gonna do their plans were in the government um that was their focus of the these rituals why don't you tell our audience um what it's like when you are recovering memories like this or these specific ones? Right. Well, you know, with the, with all of the information about Biden, um, I had a breakdown. I, I was terrified when the election was going on and all of these memories were flooding back. Um, I was terrified about um, him getting into office because I was seeing that the you know there were specific uh, agendas around him getting in office and ushering in the new world order and um, the different things that they were planning on doing. They were giving out assignments for um, for the different victims, uh, specific assignments that we were uh, supposed to carry out. So it was really terrifying. And I um, was having panic attacks over and over. But but there's lots of emotions along with the memories, which make, make it, there's no way that I could make up these memories like it. I have, you know, just screaming and crying and in flashbacks like it's actually happening happening in the moment. So, um, you know, I know you helped me through that time um, when all of this was kind of flooding back during the election and and uh, the Nashville bombing and you know, all of the different things, there was a lot of different things that they said were going to happen that were, were happening. And, um, I knew a lot of people were, were getting hurt and I was terrified that if I didn't, um, you know, pretty much go back or, um, say that they, you know, say that they're not evil and, um, bring all the denial back to the surface that I would get killed or I would go to what they called hell um, and, and just continually be in torture. 
all the time. So we're going to talk about that in a second, but you know, I, I, I do remember that. I remember that season. I remember it was you, but not just you. A lot of uh, survivors were very triggered by him taking office. I remember though, watching a parade and people would remember this parade maybe when he was elected because one of the things he did not do was salute the military at all, or they didn't salute him, one of the two. But uh, I remember the people because we were still in COVID and everybody's like going down to the, but they all have masks on. And I was thinking, this is such messaging. This is like, remember now, like, shut up and don't talk. Don't mm -hmm. speak. Don't have a voice. Like I, to me, I was picking that up from what I'm looking at. And, and, you know, I mean, knowing people like you it took it to a deeper level, but it was yeah. like, okay, it was interesting on the back of Trump's presidency and what that brought in, which was a lot of talk, talk. Of, and, and some of that came through the Q camp, which I'm not going to say was a hundred percent good. Um, or 100% bad. It just was what it was. But people were talking. They were talking about conspiracy. They were talking about the deep state. Um, they were talking about Illuminati families. All of this was actually coming to a surface conversation. People were angry. People were upset about it. And it's just like, we're going to shut all of this down. We're going to demonize anybody that talks along these lines. We're going to, uh, you know, remember, you don't have a voice kind of a thing. And Wow. Right. You know, and, and, and things really did quiet down a bit after he got put in office. I mean, it, it was pretty concerted. Uh, there are yep. still, still, still terms you can't use. I, I was shocked. Um, <laughs> like even on Vimeo, which is a not YouTube, like there were, there are certain terms having to do with voting that if you use, like they won't even post your stuff on Vimeo now. And so, I, I mean, here we go. But you mentioned you have to go to hell. And and I want you to talk about that programming, what happened and, and why it happened to you. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, all of that wasn't a coincidence at all. It was all Tom specifically along with all the riots and all the different things that were going on, it was just specifically to trigger this, the um, victims so that we would begin our assignments that they had uh, already programmed for us to, to um, take and to, to begin. Um, but so for me, um, Biden really stood as, as like, an examiner of programming. So when your programming started to break down, which mine um, at a certain time, which was around in my twenties, um, started to break down and I started to have memories. So they were trying to reprogram me um, by putting other mem memories, um, you, you know, at this point, they were taking me to a um, Christian ministry that they were trying to um, sabotage and because they were having some success with helping survivors get set free. Um, so they were really um, very, it just scared that, that 
people were going to start getting free. And um, so at that point, they took me to New York. And New York is um, a huge programming. It's it's a, a freedom programming. So you, you're taken there if you are starting to... Um, deteriorate any of your program is starting to deteriorate deteriorate and they um are trying to suppress it and really leaders like Benny Hinn and Marilyn Hickey and you know people like that and uh of course the rituals at night um in the early morning hours were uh they would dress people up to look like the Christian leaders. They would uh, cause lots of confusion because you didn't know were they there or was, who was, who is the person like, because there'd be two people dressed up just like uh, Benny Hinn, for example, that was one. Um, so there was a lot of extreme uh, terror, like, I don't even know who, who this person is, or uh, I don't know who anybody is because they would begin to, um, this is really bad, but they would fillet their face off and put it on other people. So you wouldn't really know who was who. Um, there, there would just be complete another terror because you were having to watch this and watch the, um, just the torture and the torment that the person was going through as that was happening. Um, and then they would put the face on someone else. So you didn't know for sure. I mean, they pretty much said to me, like, you don't even know if you're you, like as far as like, if it was someone else's face that, that was covering me. And so, um, just a lot of confusion, turmoil. Um, they would make me take the knife and and cut people. And so that was, you know, just all to try to cause more and more division in my mind um, and to be terrified that I was going to be in this continual, continual, um, hell of seeing the reality because they 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 um divide your mind over and over and over again but in this situation when they were reprogramming me they were trying to really really um get me to a place to where I, I saw that um being alive meant uh, being fully alive and like saying what was going on with me and the memories and all of that uh, was really like literal hell because they would say um, being fully alive, being present and what was going on is, is literally for me going to be hell because I was having to feel, I was actually having to feel what it felt like to watch these people being tortured and tormented and 
and I thought it was 100% my fault. So I, they were getting me to the place to where I paired being alive and seeing the truth and, and allowing these memories to surface um, and hurting people and the torture and the torment, I paired those two up. So they were really, really trying to make sure that I would never, ever want the memories to ever come out. Um, so they do specific things to try to make you think that there is going to be something to look forward to because, or something to look towards, um, because if you didn't, you would just, you would just end your life. You would just say it's over, but they needed you because they were making money off you and they were getting demonic power through you and the torture they were doing to you. And you were the product that they had spent, you know, decades building to showcase. Um, so, you know, the main uh, way that they were doing that is they were uh, giving assignments to victims so that they would think that they had some kind of influence on what could happen to someone else or something that could cover up the pain and the torment that they, you know, they were going through that I was going through. And so, um, you know, just a lot of, um, and there's um, and and cause division and everything like that. But for me, I thought that I was doing something that was going to save uh, other people because if I did what they said that that I had to do, then people would would be able to live. You know, it was really life or death. That, that's pretty much what it was. Yeah. So this was in New York. Right. Wow. And in all of this, Biden was acting like an examiner of your programming. Right. Um, he pretty much would do uh, bring you to the surface to where you were not dissociated at all. And you would feel all the feelings and the torture and all of that. And he would see um, if he could cause, you know, if we would show any signs of breaking down as far as like saying that he was specifically there or anybody was specifically there, but just over and over, you know, am I here? Do you see me? And you just causing torture and torture and torture to where your mind will never ever say that that he would that he's there that that he's done any of these things so um he you know and then a lot of times they would put you like specifically one time they put me in um isolation so it causes uh, torment because that was a its own hell um, for me as well. It's pretty much you just always causing a fear of hell that and um, 
you know, pretty much trying to reinforce the programming to where it would be. I wouldn't break down any longer. No, that was a lot of what his goal was. And the memories wouldn't, you know, the memories wouldn't surface. Now, um, that's really awful. I mean, and that someone like this could not only be vice president for eight years, but also elected into office. I That's just my opinion, but I'm sure many of you listening will share my sympathies. This is the thing that I want to go to next, Hope. There's a lot of people, myself included, that have said things like Joe Biden is a clone or he looks different than he used to because he does. Maybe it was just some plastic surgery. Who knows? But he seems very different, even even the way he engages with people from 20 years ago. Now, the interesting thing is you were the first person that I have ever heard use the term two Bidens. And I'm just going to pause there. I want to let you talk about that concept and whatever you mean from your perspective and your experience. Right. So for me, that was a lot of, of the feeling crazy, feeling out of control, feeling um, terror, terror um, that they were trying to do in, in the rituals and that there would be two, there was two of them that looked identical and, um, you know, they would say they had put their face on another person's face. And then they would also say that, or they were clones. So for me, um, it would just cause just turmoil, complete and utter turmoil. Um, but I actually did see two people that looked identical to Biden that looked identical. So, you know, I, I fully believe that there are, there is a clone of him, um, I feel like that that it is correct um, uh, and carrying out what they want him to do specifically um, their agenda for for him um, you know and that goes back and forth so I really feel like that's that is what's going on because you can see a huge difference. So which one did they put in office? The original or the clone? I feel like I feel like the the clone was but I I believe that they are switching them back and forth. It, it really seems like to me um and I may be wrong about that cuz I'm not uh, you know, in the rituals or anything, any of that anymore. But I do know that that's something that they used in rituals and something that was going on. Um, so I wouldn't so, be surprised. 
when you would experience them doing this in the rituals, would both of the Bidens, however that played out, would both of them have the same personality profile, temperament, mannerisms, or was there a distinct difference between the way they would act towards others that were present? Um, they were both completely evil in the things that they were doing to us. Um, but I could, you could tell a difference. Um, it wasn't like they were identical. Um, you could tell a difference in their mannerisms and different things that they would do. Um, of course, for me, I wasn't, I wasn't ritualized with him continually. It was just on a corporate basis. This, um, because most of my programming was, uh, country girl, um, Kentucky girl, um, like church, uh, and I, there's not really any rankings. I, I, so I don't want to make it sound like there is, but that's the only way I know how to explain it. But uh, those that were being uh, programmed specifically uh, continually by by him. Now, I have another question about his children. So everyone can see pretty clearly that there's a lot going on with the son. Um, he has some major issues, drug addiction issues, prostitution issues, uh, international issues. Uh, they found a journal who that was allegedly, but realistically written by his daughter talking about showers with dad well into her adolescence not you know very flattering for him did you ever encounter his children at any rituals to your awareness i wasn't actually in the rituals with his children i feel like there probably were people that were in rituals with them but the rituals and the the torture and everything that i went through was specifically for like governmental and um i kind of like a hierarchy is what i'm trying what i'm how i'm trying to explain it it's like you see a a diagram that has like the the country on it and then you the states and then the cities and then the counties and, and things like that I mean they have agendas for each of those things um and what their plan is for that so uh this was more of like an overview like a corporate kind of uh ritual to where they were giving out assignments in your like in your district like for example like I had programming for like the country girl programming, Kentucky, um, specifically groomed to go into churches and um, to cause division in the churches and, um, and then in a corporate setting, they would show off their 
their programming to to see how it stood up. So they kind of use different programming in ways because they totally know how the brain works and uh, they're using new things all the time to to control your brain. Um, but they're showcasing that. So for me, um, it would be more corporate corporate rituals and uh, wouldn't be as often. Um, so I, no, I, I never was in that, but I I, I have no doubts that um, they're victims. Uh, in that you know they have their victims and their their programming is you know when you see all this happening and things coming out it's their programming breaking down because um, Biden knew exactly what he was doing it wasn't because he was ritualized or tortured it was because that's what he was choosing to do gosh so what um if any, was Epstein's influence with the New York programming? So Epstein was was in New York. He um, he had a lot of um, he helped get girls um, as far as like taking uh, girls that were um, being programmed and and causing. Like for him, for with him, with Epstein, he did a lot of the showcasing of of the different types of uh, programming. Like for me, was Pink Princess, and so he would showcase a lot of that and bring um, people in to see the programming and and to um, do a lot of it was a lot of the trafficking portion of it um trafficking the different programming throughout so he had a lot of connections and he um he was very connected in in the political realm um so that's why he was a part of the rituals um there um in 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 new york so let's talk about developing new world order plans and i and honestly i just want your opinions they wanted in my opinion hillary clinton for 2016 100 percent. and if they Absolutely. couldn't get her in my opinion they wanted jeb bush you could trust the bushes with the new world order agenda clearly um, but Trump beat out Jeb Bush by a mile and then squashed Hillary Clinton by way more than we'll ever know because they still cheated. Now, what did the transition from the Trump administration to the Biden administration mean to the New World Order people in your perspective? Well, um, Biden you know, was working behind the scenes the whole time. And it was, he was part of their plan. It was always connected with uh, Hillary Clinton. Um, but their, their first and foremost plan was to get her in office. That was huge. Um, and, and 
their agenda would have gained a lot of ground had that happened. Um, but he, he was also like a backup, um, backup plan to, to that. So they always have, um, they don't always have like one, one plan they have. Well, if this happens, then this will happen. And, um, they're very detailed and strategic about what they do. So putting Biden in office after the first, you know, four years of Donald Trump was kind of like a backup plan. Right, right. Um, I mean, he was a backup plan to Hillary. So either way, he would have, he was like, one that would step in um, if she didn't get elected. He, so, he would be next in line, I guess is what you'd say. Here's the next thing that I need to just put out there for the record. So one of the things that I have found, interestingly enough, in a number of systems and, and, and very well covered up is programming connected to China. Um, it's very well anchored and reinforced. And I have my own opinions as to why that has not surfaced in most people that have it. Uh, uh, and that has to do, in my opinion, with artificial intelligence, frequency grids, um, blockchain-derived reinforcement protocols, uh, deeply intelligent programming, because I, I, I've assumed the China play is for a future wave. And, and one of the things that I've observed about China that I don't think is unique to my perspective, they've been a testing ground for communistic type governmental styles, population control. Um, they have a social credit score now, so you have to act a certain way. I mean, it goes far beyond mass programming with media and entertainment. I mean, they have really pushed the limits on how far can we manipulate a society of people um, and and to the tune of a billion people or more. And, and on top of that, it happens to be known as the land of the dragon. And if there's one thing I know about dragons and interfections with human populations, like they're typically bad guys, not you know, and the Bible does talk about holy dragons in some context where it says all, you know, dragons praise him. And we do have the seraphim, the fiery ones, but, but they, you know, they have a lot of bad, bad guys and Satan being called a great red dragon in the book of revelation. So we have the land of the dragon over in China. And then we have the whole thing that broke out with the Wuhan lab, the development of COVID, how that was a global play, um, now we have the vaccine agenda. So we load up all these people with this crazy technologies and it, it literally puts the world into a mass hysteria and and in, like people literally lost their minds over this. How do you keep pumping your body full of something that is literally being demonstrated to cause all kinds of heart issues, sterilization in young girls, early and untimely death strange sicknesses and diseases in the body. I mean, uh, um, yet it, it worked for a, a large percentage of the population, but it starts in China. 
and 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 then we have these clear connections between between Joe Biden, the Biden family, Biden businesses, and China. It it, it actually came out even before the election happened, it, it, but it was covered up by the news media. Go figure. So massive cover ups, but clearly strong connections to. China. And I'm looking at this big picture and I'm like, I think there's something very, very huge that, that even hasn't really been fully explored between dormant programming in survivors all over this country and the world, China, and the usurpation of our government through the gate of the Biden administration. Now, I'm just putting out a bunch of data pieces but I'm very interested to hear your response. Yeah, I think that um, it's all interconnected. You know, uh, each country, especially with China, um, their the agenda and, and the assignments that they place on the victims are connected, it's all interconnected and, and, and it's going the way that they want it to go. Um, I mean, that's why you saw so much upheaval and turmoil uh, during the elections because they are planning that it goes in line with exactly what they say is going to happen. Um, so, especially when it comes to uh, you know, covering your mouth and like um, there's so many, so many rituals that they do with trying to silence you where they, uh, you know, cover your mouth and, and torture you and torture you and they don't allow you to to uh, have any reaction or or um, any have any sound or anything. And, and it's all played in part uh, together to to form the new world order. I mean, that that's the whole agenda and the whole purpose of all of it. Um, it's connected and it's not just happenstance things that are happening. It's, um, it's all been planned way beforehand for, for it to happen the way it is. It's just now that now people are actually being, are seeing it. I mean, there was a time where people weren't even seeing that that could be a possibility or weren't, weren't aware. But one thing that uh, with Trump that happened, I, I feel like greatly, it took a layer of deception and denial off of the people's minds um, because things had for decades and decades and decades have been done this exact same way. Um, so there there had there had been a veil pretty much over their minds, but I feel like that lifted somewhat. And so, uh, Christians and people that are actually seeing the truth, um, it's making a difference. It's making a a huge difference in uh, what happens next in history. Hey, well, <laughs> so hope. Um, what? What do you want people to understand, I guess, about the next year and a half leading up to like the next election cycle? 
of the nature of how, uh, you know, plans are playing out and um, what, what people should do about it. Well, first and foremost, uh, when I was getting ready for this podcast, I was, I, I want people to realize that you're playing a, a part in history, in in God's agenda, in Jesus's agenda. If you are um, helping people get set free, um, the, the victims all over the world, that you're you're that's one less person that has an assignment that goes along with their plan. And of course, there's one more person that's free. Um, but also what I'd like to say is that if you really, really want to make a difference, pray about who is supposed to pray that your eyes will be open and that you would know who needs to be in office next and begin praying about it now because they're already putting their plans in place as we speak. But if our, our, you know, our prayers that we see the truth and we don't just go along with what the media says or um, what the church is saying, uh, unfortunately, um, that we our eyes are open and we really hear God's heart and and follow him when it comes to who we vote for and, you know, specifically taking a part and asking the Lord, how do I help these victims get set free? Um, because they're, it's like the, uh, the, the Lord told me one time when I, I, I didn't understand why I just didn't take down the, the evil people. Why, why wouldn't you just go ahead and expose them and, and deal with them. And he said, because there's innocent people that are connected, that are intermingled with these people that, you know, they don't have a choice. And so as it is, it, taking them down would take down innocent lives. So if we step up and we um, ask the Lord how to vote and how to, um, help these victims get set free. Uh, we're making a difference in history. We're making a difference in um, in changing changing their agenda. Uh, we have to be strategic in what we do um, because they are and they have been for years and years and years. So, you know, I I, I really appreciate. First of all, I appreciate you so much, Hope, because you are very brave. <laughs> I mean, very, very brave, not only to take on your own healing journey, but to pursue justice and to use your voice and to testify. I mean, you were also involved in a lawsuit against Jeffrey Epstein, a high profile lawsuit until certain things happened, which you are more than welcome to speak to as well on this podcast if you want to. Do you want to talk yeah. about what happened there as well? Yeah, it's actually, um, it's a, it's a 
injustice, really, I, I'm not surprised because there's so many people interconnected and there's a lot at stake in exposing what really happened um, in the underground tunnels and with Epstein. But um, yes, I was in a lawsuit. Uh, it, it started out criminal. And of course, we all know ha what happened with that. And then it was a civil suit. But um, for two years, I had a lawyer um, was walking through these steps with me. And um, of course, leading up to when I would give my testimony of what happened and um, the day before I was to give my testimony um, about how I was uh, ritualized and abused, um, they called me and said that they would no longer rep represent me. And um, the person that I had been working with um, was very supportive and everything. He wasn't the actual lawyer. He was someone that was working for him. But um, he, he said, well, it wasn't my decision. So I, I know that there was a lot of other, they pretty much were saying, like, they didn't want all this to come out, the, the truth about the underground tunnels and the real uh, rituals and, and torture and um, genetic testing and all the different things that were really going on, um, uh, you know, um, on the surface, there were was trafficking going on, but under underneath all that, there was something even much darker. I remember when all of that went down. I was so mad for you. I was so mad for you because I was like, "Are you kidding me?" They just gave you a phone call. This prestigious lawyer firm that did actually represent other people, but only mm -hmm. those that fit the profile of the storyline that publicly was allowed to be believed. It's like they found just the select voices that spoke to 20% of the problem and and covered up and buried any voices that got to 21% or deeper, which included yours. Absolute injustice. I was like, I don't even know if that's legal, but of course I'm not a lawyer. But to drop you, and it was the day before or something like that you had to, so you had to go without representation? Yeah, I ended up uh, sharing my story and what I had uh, suffered with the, that, you know, the people that were in charge there and but on my own, I went ahead and did it. And, uh, you know, they, they pretty much came back really fast and said, you know, obviously something happened to you, but um, we, cause I was very emotional when I shared about my story, but, um, but, you know, they didn't come out and say it wasn't in, in the narrative that we had, but that was pretty much what, what the reason was. So you didn't get any settlement. No, all. nothing. And that's why it's, um, it's sad because, 
you know, there's so much, so many lies and I don't come back at any lies or anything that's sent, you know, videos and all the different things that are put out there about me because I feel like the Lord is my defender and the truth will be brought out no matter what. And that that's what matters. But, um, you know, that it was all about like money or, or, you know, I, my book, I maybe get very, very tiny amounts of money, <laughs> like a hundred dollars or something like that. Um, and I don't get paid when I go and go out and go to different places to, um, speak and things like that. It's definitely not for the money. It's just 100%. I totally want the truth to be out. I want people to understand what's going on. And I want other people to, to get set free. And it's whether if you're listening to this or, or what, however, um, I just pray that you, you get set free or, if you, you have an, you know, the ability to help others arm yourself with as much truth as possible and let the Lord use you to help somebody get set free. Well, amen to that. You know, so, you know, just coming back on a point that you had made earlier about the government politics, you know, this is, this is uh this is one of the reasons why I, I really believe the shift in the kingdom is 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 imminent. It's actually in process. There is there's there's a level of, you know, where it's like, wow, we have two bad choices. Let's just keep, you know, praying for the lesser of two evils. And then there's what if, the what if realm. And and, and the what if realm is really, I believe, the plan of heaven realm. What if people take heavenly assignments in these spheres there is a groundswell and a change is imposed on the system itself and and that's where i think you know there, there's been conversation over the years it's like well god is passing out mandates for believers all over the world to to actually get involved in politics not not to be a Democrat or a Republican, but to literally bring in kingdom influence into mm -hmm. that realm and justice. And, and, you know, one of the things that God has spoken to me a long time ago is, you know, a society without any systems of governance is going to be in chaos. God can't just sweep all the evil out because every system fails. And like you were saying, there's a lot of good people that will be caught up in the ensuing chaos that are going to suffer greatly. And so, so, so for an organized transition into a situation where justice is beginning to move and prevail, there has to be an order around who is being deplatformed and who is filling the void. And mm -hmm. I really, really believe that because of testimonies and stories like yours, people that have been on the sideline with mantles and mandates to pursue governmental influence for the kingdom of God need to realize, you know, part of that assignment to help those that are suffering is to walk out the assignment God has given us in the sphere of influence we're called to, period, because evil prevail when good men do nothing. And right. 
one of the things that I know at Bride Ministries is like, okay, well, we've been, you know, creating, building an army of people that can help survivors um, of satanic ritual abuse and government projects all over the world. We we have coaches now in four different nations and growing. And, um, you know, it, that that's part of the, the thing as well is we don't just look at replacing, but now the also the additional strategy that I'm looking at is deprogramming because mm -hmm. there's a lot of people that are doing bad things they are programmed to do. And the heart of the Lord, the heart of the Lord is that none should perish, but that all should come to repentance. And what, what I realize is there are people that are in positions, if given the opportunity, you know, uh, to be deprogrammed, they would be able to bring in massive sweeping change and um, literally uh, because they've already been positioned, there would not be that need to come through a broken system that's working overtime to lock them out. They're already instated. And, 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 you know, one of the things that I really do believe over time will happen with like Bride Ministries, our platform and what we build and grow is that we're going to be able to have the opportunity mm -hmm. to help deprogram and, 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 and deliver and bring inner healing to people that are sitting in high levels of influence. Mm -hmm. That's really my hope is like, you know, God is going to bring change and transformation and mm -hmm. And I am just, I'm very hopeful, but I am very grateful for people like you, Hope, that articulate so clearly the reality of the problem and the need. So thank you. Well, you know, that the awesome thing about what the Lord is doing through you, I mean, it each time that you and all the team that that the Lord has caused you to rise up um, each time that you work with someone and pray for them and, and they get free. It's like another link in their chain of what they're doing. Their whole agenda is, is completely destroyed. And so eventually it's going to be weakened to, to where, you know, it, it has to be weakened to, to where it's, um, destroyed and so I, I just think there's nothing too small as far as making a choice to help uh, victims and, and to help them get set free uh, because it, it's just like it's like dominoes like it's like that that it just comes down as the links are, are um, broken as, as that's the program is broken and taken down for each person. Yeah. Well, Hope, is there anything else you wanted to say in this podcast? I just thank you for having me on here. I appreciate you giving a platform for people to share the truth of what's really going on in this world. It's so important. And, you know, you, you don't find that, you know, I don't, I don't find that as far as places to share the, the real truth that the gut level honest truth of what's going on. So I'm really grateful for that. Well, you are welcome. 
we applaud you and support you, Hope. And, um, you know, we're just thanking God that he is still underwriting this effort to expose and discover the truth. And so, friends, we're going to be back next time. For now, remember, Hope does have a book, and it's called To Tell the Truth, and it is at Amazon.com. And uh, until next time, God bless and Godspeed. You've been listening to Discovering Truth with Dan Duvall. Visit me at dandevall.com where you'll discover merch, books, and the opportunity to engage in our private social network. Join the tribe by subscribing to our email list and supporting this podcast. 